Hello everybody, and welcome to Generally Casual, the place where you can learn anything and everything casually. I am one of your co-hosts, Michael, and joined with me as always is my brother, Richard. Hello, my brother, Richard. How are you, brother Richard, today? Are you going to let me talk? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay. We're good. Oh, okay. That was it. Uh, Michael's got a long speech today, and he's just going to go off. Ready? Go. In today, way long in the past, in 1492, it was a brother Richard. No, 1879. No. 1879? What are you looking? The second paragraph. At the oh, end. that's terrible. 1879. No, 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 no. Oh, oh wait. Sorry. Uh, 1578. Yes, get the dates right. Well, they're both dates. Yeah, well, you're coming off cold and hot at the same time. Oh, wait, that's... No, that's the North America one. No, 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 no. no uh, Nova Scotia in the 1750s. R- Richard is, of I'm course, just talking about the Canadian <laughs> Thanksgiving uh, that uh, occurred, uh, I think it was around 40 to 50 years before... Uh, maybe it's like 70 years. Uh, before uh, our our United States Thanksgiving. You're talking about when it was codified as a Thanksgiving. Uh, yes. Cause no, 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 no. Like... When the first celebration was. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. Um, That's not what that says. Well, you know, we'll get there, Richard. We'll get there. Stop reading things. <laughs> you, reading is bad for you. Stop it. <laughs> so Generally um, Casual does not condone <laughs> this. This message was brought to you by Generally Casual. Do no, not read. Listen no, only. Stop. No, the opposite. The opposite. Audiobooks only. No, okay. Audio podcasts only. If you read a read. podcast. <laughs> Please read. Reading is important. That's next podcast where we talk about reading. And why no, you should stop it. No, the next <laughs> the next episode is about something cool. Michael's just off topic. We need to go back into Canadian Thanksgiving. And, and which about. is also called Jour de l'Auction de Grace. Did oh. you like my terrible French? That was terrible. Yes, it was. Jour de um, So de I wanted to start with like a general overview of what it was. Besides, Thank you. Besides diving into history like you were trying to I was do. trying to just yell out years. Yeah, you're like... 1879, 1578, 1959, 1870, 1750. Those all those are all dates. coming to play. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> this is your word bank. Spoilers. <laughs> now we're going to leave out the years for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. It's up to you. You're going to have to figure to it out. <laughs> it's like a mad lib of years now. <laughs> the, first of, the first official and annual Canadian Thanksgiving was celebrated on November 6th. Blank. A specific year. A specific year. We've already listed it. We don't have to. And you can get 100 points if you answer this correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyways. So, uh, Canadians have celebrated their version of Thanksgiving, which is actually technically the first Thanksgiving in North America. Uh, Not technically. It is the first Uh, Thanksgiving uh, in America, um, which occurs every second Monday in October. So it even occurs. Yes. Oh, yes. I was going to say. A full month. The calendar year, it does come first. Now, the reasoning behind that, uh, we'll get into other things of why. but Historical things. It's generally thought is because winter actually occurs earlier in Canada because it's further north. Well, of course. uh, It's further away from the equator. Exactly. So um, Thanksgiving was celebrated here in the States uh, around the time of when uh, when the harvest would be collected. Yes. Harvested. Yes, we, we. I think we covered this a year or two ago, but basically yeah, our Thanksgiving was a um, our, uh, United States Thanksgiving was originally a religious ceremony that was about Thanksgiving, meaning giving thanks to whatever. They would normally be celebrated 
um, multiple times throughout the year at, in times of plenty and things like that. In this case, the, uh, the United States thinks United States Thanksgiving was because it was like the final harvest before winter set in and they had plenty. Yes. So that's it was a time of plenty and they gave thanks. Yeah. And that is also why it occurs in November because yeah. harvest. Our, our harvest is a little later than it is in Canada, obviously because the distance between the equator. Right. Um so similar to our uh similar to American Thanksgiving, people in Canada reserve this time to celebrate the harvest and other blessings of the year. So another thing that we're going to touch on is that uh, not specifics, but cuz we're casual. Um, is that they used to use Thanksgiving as a time to celebrate uh, special events that had happened that year that they would they would want to give thanks for oh. in addition to the harvest. So it, it, if I'm understanding the analogy correct, basically, it's uh, New Year's is the time to kind of reflect on the year mm. and kind of do the ups and downs thing. Thanksgiving in the in the case of Canadian Thanksgiving was just a hey let's take all the the bullet point positives for the year and celebrate those some 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 okay. some it was like like big events that happened for us like okay. we we can Got take it. time to uh, we had extra those. food yeah. no one died of dysentery yeah um so Canadians also enjoy a big feast um and during the holiday weekend many families have a big Thanksgiving meal um on the Sunday or Monday and it's actually Funny because we have Thanksgiving on Thursday yeah. every November. Yeah, the third November. It is the third November in November. Uh, <laughs> it's the third Thursday, Thursday in November. In November. It's the third November in November. every years of November. Our brains are off. Um, I'm repeating things, um, but so we're gonna keep the years thanks, out. <laughs> Thanksgiving occurs on the second Monday in October, but most Canadians celebrate it over the weekend because it's more convenient. That and makes sense as well because it's a Hold on, I gotta find the word. Uh, it's too far down on my notes. Uh, I think it's called a statutory uh, holiday. Statutory holiday, which means that not everywhere in Canada actually celebrates it. Oh, That's got the word it. Right here, right here. Is an official statutory holiday throughout the country, except, except in New-, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and Prince Edward Island. Yes, so it uh, it is actually commonplace that. That families would celebrate over the weekend or the day before because employers aren't required to give it uh, give that day off. Oh, interesting. Which here they are. Yeah, it is a federal holiday. Yeah. Um. So the official date for Thanksgiving in Canada was uh established in 1957 when the government. Because because they used to have it all over the place in the year, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do it in April. We're gonna do we're gonna." Do <laughs> hey, now's a good time for Thanksgiving. Let's do it here. Yeah, they they literally had like three different months that they did it before they decided October, which was like, if you think about April, it's like, why are you doing it in April? There's no the harvest does not occur then. It's like that's when when things are blooming and and growing well, yeah, in the first you, place. Exactly, you coming out of the winter, <laughs> and I survived another winter. Let's celebrate. Well, that's fully that's fully out of the winter. Sure. If Canadian winter happens earlier, that means that it would end earlier. Oh no, no, no. It'd it'd be longer. It's longer. longer. It's longer. Yeah. Okay, I, I was mean, gonna say. But it does go to April. Time, in April, they're probably like remnants of pneumonia. They want to make sure that's all gone before they. They're like, no, no, no someone's still sick. We can't celebrate. We take yet. the torches out. We yeah. just <laughs> we just light them on fire. Get rid of that pneumonia. <laughs> just get out of here. Um and um the reason why uh. 
at least during this, uh, I don't think it was 1957. It was uh, an earlier date in the 1800s. Uh, There's this quote that went along with it. Uh, But this quote was used on uh, when they officially established it. They said, um, it is a day of general thanksgiving to almighty God for the bountiful harvest with which Canada has been blessed to be observed on the second Monday in October. So they basically said, they took that beginning of the quote and they said, we're going to attach the date that we're going to do it when we do our official announcement of this is when. But uh, their prime minister. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I don't know Canadian history, I so I don't so. know when they got I thought the... Justin Trudeau is the prime minister of current Canada. Not in 1957. No, no, not 1957. <laughs> that would be a crazy. The guy's a vampire. He's then. always been the prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, hmm. Justin forever. <laughs> um, yeah, be Canadian so president, it was, but I don't it, think so. It was a highly religious uh, holiday, um, and uh, we, we'll get to it. But this was actually really controversial, uh, which is funny because that same statement would be just as controversial in the United States if we had said that about Thanksgiving. Uh, Do you know not why? Not in 1957. I think it still would be in 1957. So? Because it breaks our separation of church and state. Uh, yeah, but if the, the president came out and said that, in, that would still in be... In 1957, probably not. In maybe the 70s, yes. Okay, okay, I'm, 1957, they still, it was like it was. church and home, things like that. Almighty God. Yeah, but there, was still, there was still wasn't. Come on, the Pledge of Allegiance is still was still like I mean, all over the place. That's and, true. But like we don't come out and say like, hey, we're, we're celebrating this this holiday for God. Like, no, of it course. still was like a, mm, it, it's like, a, it's a low key. It's like a, we insert God here and there. No, but, exactly. But we're not coming we're out. Gonna with, just, yeah, we're just going to basically be like, let's, let's. Teardrop God right in this this place, and uh, then maybe over here. Although post war, that may, maybe people did. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So um, when the when this was declared, and uh, you know, because Canada's cool and they're you know a little ahead on the social issues, uh, way ahead if you consider our political state today. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there you were a lot of Canadians who were like, "Why are you saying it like this?" Like, uh, that, like I mean, that why, makes sense. Why are you making a quote unquote official holiday here? Um, not a federal holiday, but, you know, a holiday that's like, hey, this is now a holiday on our calendars um, that you were saying is in celebration of God giving us this harvest. See, but that, to me, that also says that at the time, Canada was a lot more progressive in terms of the like the separation yeah. of church and state thing versus America definitely went through a period where they're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, 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 exactly. God is in every home. God, blah, 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 all that other stuff. So. Everybody has a has a church inside their house. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that that was a big controversial thing at the time. And over the over time, that has been withdrawn. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think you could even get away with that in America, at, at keeping that sort of stuff. There are very few things that God has a label on in an American like staple now. On our money. Yep. And in the Pledge of Allegiance, which is also sort of not in the Pledge of Allegiance because people don't need to say it. Oh yeah. One you're saying what was it? One nation under God is yeah, what you're saying. You could just say one nation. Yeah, well indivisible. There you go. <laughs> uh, well that's I mean in, in the, the rhetoric of that literally it's a throwaway statement technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so if we rewind to when um, the technically first official Canadian Thanksgiving was celebrated, 
That was on November 6th, 1879. Uh, but they, like Canada is with, yeah, with, the, First Nation, with the First Nation people, um, they really do a, a fantastic job of recognizing the people who originated there. Yeah. Um, and making sure they have all the rights that they are deemed um, that, that they should have, which is all the rights that they started with and they should have their own land and blah, 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 blah. Um, so... Uh, they wanted to recognize that indigenous people have been already celebrating the fall harvest long before the arrival of European settlers. Um, but uh, over a century beforehand, um, we have this person called Martin Frobisher. Frobisher? Uh, he hosted the first Thanksgiving celebration in North America. So the very first one. Yeah. Uh, not the one that's Plymouth Rock and all that. Um, and... 1578 and so the the story behind that was uh martin frobisher had this huge like voyage uh i don't i didn't really care to investigate why <laughs> that's what you're talking about before the united states one so 1578 is the first thanksgiving celebration in north america which yes which because, was before because of the first one in uh the, not the first one in the states yeah uh, in the colonies was in uh 1630 something like 1640? that yeah uh yeah, um. It was in the colony. It was at least a hundred years yeah. before, before yeah, the United yeah, yeah. States became a United States. Um. So there was this whole thing about him adventuring over to the East Coast, uh, over in the over in the northern part of North America, um. And when he was coming over, he had all these provisions and people, and he lost an entire ship on the way over. Yeah, sure. Um, That's commonplace. Yeah, so he threw this um, this whole big thing saying, oh, we lived. Uh, uh-huh. I'm so thankful that we're still alive. <laughs> Got it. Uh, as, the, yeah, as the first Thanksgiving in 1578. And he was uh, like, so it, it was a celebration in terms of what we do did know about the United States celebrating it. It was like still that kind of spur of the moment, like, yes. oh, we need to give thanks because we're in this position better than we were before. Yes. Okay. Uh, but it was not a annual thing. It was no. like it would occur randomly. Yeah, I mean that's what the North American one was yes. too. It occurred whenever they felt like okay, we need to celebrate something and blah blah blah. Yes, correct. Gorge ourselves, uh, and then sometimes it would be associated with the harvest. Yeah, which makes uh, sense. Yeah, because people around them they had the, plenty of food. The indigenous people of. Canada were already doing that already, so they were like, "Oh, well, there." Which, which is the interesting thing, right? Uh, if you think about it, uh, the Native Americans, in terms of the state areas, uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have really plenty. It was about storage of food. Huh. It was about using everything, and there wasn't a kind of a, a rise and fall of supplies it would be as needed and that that was really big on that as we hammered in our episode where we talked about uh with josh we talked about um um the monkey the monkey the monkey it is is ishmael, ishmael. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the, the book where we yes. talked about like what yeah, that, that, about the givers yeah. and the takers yeah yeah which like is that. which is what a lot of uh, indigenous people would do is they would not over consume or overtake no it would be well we have this it's not plentiful, but we have enough for us. Well, and specifically with with Native Americans, they w- were more Zionistic in certain tribes and mm-hmm. things like that. They would follow uh, animals around. 
Um, and that way they could kind of keep their food supply going, but they wouldn't ever overindulge. Yeah. They wouldn't ever, you know, hold extra supplies unless it was based off of food storage for certain times of the year. Yeah, cor- correct. Yeah. Um, and so it was interesting how these things kind of aligned and over the next, uh, 300 years, it sort of spread throughout the rest of Canada and everybody was like, Oh, we should all do harvest festivals and things like that. Yeah. Um, so, and then eventually the first national Thanksgiving in Canada was celebrated in the province of Canada in 1859, uh, of course, at the urging of the Protestant clergy. Yeah, I mean, as as we've stated now a couple times, it started as a religious ceremony that had to do with thanking God for your plenty. Correct. So yes. It, makes it sense. And also... Just as annoyingly enough as when they <laughs> officially declared it a holiday in 1950, um, 1950, whatever. Seven. Yes. yes. Uh, they were like, this holiday is for celebrating God's mercies. And <laughs> so as uh, look at this, look at this. Canada already being on the forefront of going, what? What do you mean? That's not why we were celebrating yeah, it before. No, we just um, have a lot, and it's really cool that we have a lot. Yes, some of the, some citizens in Canada objected to, the, to the, the government request, saying it blurred the distinction between church and state, and that was back in 1859. That is because wow, like many people who came to America, the same thing why people went to Canada to yeah. escape religious well, persecution. persecution. Makes sense. Yeah. What, uh, what I, especially because that was big in France and big in England, is that you need to follow the religion. Not to to railroad this completely off topic, but what I find funny is that um, religious, you know, aspects of of this this time particular is that it wasn't about the uh, thankfulness or like the bounty of things. It was a Hey, God is merciful, and He lets you live, or He let you get extra yes. food. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like, shouldn't we be taking a positive aspect it wasn't of this? God's it bounty. Was, yeah, <laughs> God loves us, and like, He He has uh, given us these gifts and things like that. It's like, no, 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 no. He let you have this. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, without this. You'd all die, and everything would be terrible, and there'd be a plague across. It's like, whoa, whoa. You'd be burning in hell right sh- now. If you read the Bible, I'm pretty sure it talks a lot about God God loving his people and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's also and a mixture. Th- there is, but, I mean, all that was, like, God's wrath versus God's love. Yeah. Well, but God's there tests. wasn't, like, a blend to, to that. It was an either-or, usually. And in this case, like, I thought it was really funny that they used, like, the fear of God as opposed to the sanctity or love of God. God snapped its fingers and was like, yo. <laughs> give these people extra food. Give these people around. some extra food because I'm merciful. Hey, hey merciful. Yeah. I could have done something t- much, much more terrible. I could have inverted all of your crops yeah. and made them grow into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Potatoes? No. They're popping out. They're dead now. You can't even have potatoes. <laughs> you know what? I'm paying your potatoes into ants. You can have ants this year. You can't even have corn. Get no, out of here. Those insects and spiders. And I'm turning all your deer inside out. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, no. What happened? <laughs> oh, merciful God, please. 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 Oh, okay. You said merciful God. Uh, all right. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. I'll okay. Turn, turn all that You back. recognize it. Yeah, you're you're yeah, fearful yeah. of me. It's okay. Yeah, but now you have to be ruled by the British. <laughs> uh, yes. um, so... Uh, 
like like I said, uh, that's basically the the history of Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, they they've been celebrating it for over four or five hundred years at this point. Uh, not regularly, not annually. That's only been going on for about seventy years. Uh, but it, it's. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and Prince Edward Island—they're kind of doing. They their still own don't thing. care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to, since we kind of talked about food last week, yes. um, uh, we talked a little bit about the Canadian, we talked about, uh, did we not, we mentioned jigs. Didn't yeah. We? So I want to go into yeah. exactly, we kind of mentioned it, but I wanted to talk more about it. Um, jigs dinner is like I said last week consists of boiled salt beef, uh, which apparently our dad said that he's had before. Sure. And my our mom liked it and my dad and dad said this is a Well, they they said that they did have boiled beef oh, on one of the recent, yeah, recent they, trips. They've had boiled beef and they yeah. said they said it's it's pretty good. Dad said it was interesting, mom yeah. said it was good. Yeah. Um so uh also uh what's his name? Uh Martin Frobisher. Frobisher. Mm-hmm. His <laughs> His Thanksgiving meal for everybody was uh, salted beef and mashed peas. Hey. It's what you could get. I I guess. Yeah. They were not really big on fowl up there, probably because they've migrated, but that's okay. So I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the staples of Thanksgiving dinner, which are different. Um, Obviously, because we're in North America, the food is not super different. Because it's all a kind of similar agricultural region. It, yeah, and well, it did kind of bur- like go through its transition, obviously. Yeah. But so uh, like gourds, corn, yeah, co- squash, yes. things like that. Um, yeah, squash and gourds are basically similar here. So pumpkins are still a big thing. Uh, turkeys are still a big thing. Like the the animals and and vegetables are about similar because they only change so much from the from. Canada to the United States. It's not yeah. super different. Makes sense. Um, obviously, we do have a difference of agriculture because it's a little warmer down here and colder up there. Uh, so a lot but, of winter vegetables in Canada would be more pre- prevalent. Well, and I was going to say, technically, the areas where the traditional Thanksgiving started in America, it was closer to that because it's northeast. Yes. So yes, 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 yes. it's all transitioning out of harvest time and into winter but anyway. the animals are all migra- migratory between yeah. up and down anyways well, and i'm trying to think back we talked about how i thought one of the original like meats was like venison oriented instead of turkey i'm trying to remember that is true here i'm not so sure yeah, i don't doubt it's Canada. up there yeah. because they wouldn't necessarily have as much well not deer oriented venison, but yeah. they might have elk or caribou mm-hmm. or things like that. It they have bigger, sense, the they wi- have bigger animals yeah. up there. It also makes sense. The wild fowl would be more prevalent up there. Usually uh, I would assume have, there's more, a lot more planes and a lot less places for birds to hide. Yeah. Especially flightless birds. Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, a jigs dinner is boiled salt beef, cabbage, vegetables, and peas pudding, which is a savory pudding made of boiled legumes. A lot of boiling. Um, and I wanted to go into why it was named Jigs uh, is because it is one of the main characters in a long-running comic strip called Bringing Up Father. Cool. That's I was like, what? I was I was imagining it was like named after a jig, like a dance. Yeah. Or like like something Although in the past. It looks like so Jigs is an Irish immigrant who uh who went to North America who won a million dollar sweepstakes. It remains connected to his working class lifestyle, including his favorite meal. 
of corned beef and cabbage. So technically, <laughs> Jigs like does have roots in Irish culture. <laughs> yes, which is which like I'm like. It, it, yeah, an Irish jig is obviously, obviously a dance. the person was named kind of probably typically yeah. for the Irish jig name. A little bit but on the race. I was really, side, I was really imagining it. It was more of a historical thing, not a like, oh, we named it after a comic book strip. It's like that, what? That's very interesting. Yeah, it and obviously, like, comic books tend to take their stuff from their origins from stereotypical areas. Yes, They're like, yes. I'm gonna do the easy route and name this character after Irish things. Yeah. So that was, it, that, that, it just kind of just blew my mind because well, I learned a lot from last week to this week. <laughs> um, uh, and this kind of goes back to what you were talking about. What would they have? Another one is salmon and wild game. That is makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's normal for them uh, for dinner because uh, actually Turkey is sort of a staple, but also it's not really as big of a staple as it in America. That makes sense. Um, I mean, turkeys are a lot more prevalent in America, though. Also, wild game. So. Yeah, <laughs> or wild fowl, I guess. Um, and then they, I would assume like duck or like um, yeah, like goose things that they would a have. Bunch of different all birds the Canadian are up there. goose, but salmon obviously is massive. I'm sure. Yeah, uh, and then for um, dessert, they have uh, Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo bars. Thank you. Uh, no bake chocolate dessert named after the city in British Columbia. Or Ontarian butter tarts, which we talked about tarts last time. Yeah. So that is all the things that are pretty different from our Thanksgiving dinners here. Our Thanksgiving dinners here, obviously, doing like tur- we talked about this already, but you know, turkey squashes and. I mean, they also have like a nature. number of other holidays that are very different. Like Boxing Day is a is a holiday. Oh, well. No, no, that that's like something different. I, but please look forward to that because I want to talk about that in our when we get to December. December? Yeah, yeah, because that makes sense. In Boxing essence, day. we we have something very different. It's also like pancake day. I, I don't remember. They, I mean, they have a number. There's a but, traditional food for Boxing Day. Uh, yes. Uh, but that is more closely to what our like Black Friday and like Thanksgiving is, as opposed to Canadian Thanksgiving that's in October. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's about all I looked up for for Canadian Thanksgiving to just give a casual overview of what it's about. So, I also wanted to touch on a, yes. a what seems like a brand new holiday. It's only been going for 21 years, which is kind of crazy to me. Especially um, as we transition into potentially our next episode, which is to go over global, which we already talked about. Yeah. But we did want to touch on the our um, brethren to the north first because... Since they celebrate Thanksgiving in a different month than we do, yeah, we wanted to find out more about the history associated with them, and then we're gonna now we're going from Canada to their brethren. Well, also our brethren, <laughs> technically, uh, it is North America's brethren <laughs> yes. of of the British Empire. They are uh, more closely related to them currently than we are. That is now. true. Yeah, we kind true. of were the rebellious child. That they're more we like that. We're gonna get government. along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the UK, at, which is actually very funny because thinking about it they would have had no real reason to ever have this festival because they're on a completely different like uh um agricultural a- schedule? agricultural schedule yeah i mean they're also an island they get way different environmental environment uh-huh. than everybody else does. and i have no well, they do get obviously a ton of rain and stuff like that but they don't necessarily get a lot of sun either yeah which which probably throws the entire idea of having a harvest festival out the window because if it's always raining, raining. and not raining <laughs> it's like it doesn't really matter because the only thing the plants aren't getting at that point is sun yeah and so like i, I 
you know, maybe we'll do this in another podcast, but that just kind of boggles my mind going, oh, yeah, because here we go through a lot of different seasons and, you know, in Britain, they also do. I mean, they, they yeah. get snow and things like that. And definitely summer but is their big thing. It's just much colder there all year than it is here. Yeah, I mean, uh, summertime is weirdly, I mean, it's not weirdly, but it's very humid over there as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so UK, uh, they just started a London's Harvest Festival, which just started going in 1999. Um, and it was founded as the City Harvest Festival hosted by Capel Manor College in Enfield. Um, so basically what they do is locals and tourists with green thumbs converge on London and stroll around, I, I would guess, like a big like farmer's market, quote unquote, like Harvest Festival area. Uh, celebration of food and agriculture. And pumpkins. Yeah, some pumpkins. I'm sure there's lots of gourds and pumpkins in the area. Basically, it's a huge competition of fruit and uh, fruits and vegetables. You probably have somebody, this is the biggest apple. This is the biggest <laughs> pumpkin and, and such and such. Or like, this is the highest quality of this thing. Oh, right there. A giant pumpkin contest. Oh, I literally that, saw apple tasting and giant pumpkin. Look that, at that. That literally, okay, so I have yet to, and we'll obviously go over this next episode, but anything that has to do with a harvest festival usually will have a giant pumpkin contest. I think I can confidently say that. Yes. The biggest gourd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all they do is they, they show off the best growers and their best produce, um, and then there'll be events running about um gardening tips how to garden better how to raise plants better uh apple tasting giant pumpkin contests uh there's probably like musical groups playing oh and, yeah and such and i mean such. knowing that area and stuff like that usually festivals are associated with you know booths and mm-hmm. vendors mm-hmm. and then probably they have a, Which, a couple stages i for productions i always like this idea because it's really cel- celebrating where your food comes from Yes. And you really can't do that with the meat section of uh, food uh, because it's not like you're like, hey, come over <laughs> here and we'll tell you how to raise a cow better. And how to get slaughter it. Yeah. So right, right in front, in front of, of you. Um, <laughs> That's delectable. Or, so, or I was going to say like here, like the only thing they can do is like show you where milk comes from, which is that's fun. But well, and what I was going to say is, is the modern food festival nowadays is very different. Uh, it really doesn't celebrate the the growth of of the things. It's not like the farm to table element. Most of the food festivals nowadays, especially here, are like, hey, let's gather up seventeen food trucks and just have a bunch of different cuisines in one area. And it's usually like, here's go to this food truck, spend thirty dollars on your meal. Oh, you got something a little bit more fancy. Blah blah blah. Oh my so God. these. These type of festivals are a lot different in that they celebrate the roots of food uh-huh. and like, hey, like there's a lot of work that goes into this. We're going to celebrate the farmer element yeah. of it and things like that and kind of a little bit more on the traditional sense mm-hmm. um, versus, uh, hey, come to this area and we're going to charge you a whole bunch of money for food. Uh, okay, this is very off topic. I just went to a place yesterday that I will leave nameless, but they sell ube pancakes. I was, okay. like, I was like, ooh, that sounds like really purple good. Ones, right? Yeah. Purple pancakes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the purple pancakes. Yeah. Um, and they, it was like Hawaiian style food for breakfast, like a okay. kind of a diner place. But the pancakes were $22. Oh, okay. And to add eggs and bacon to it was another 6 or $7. 
So by the end, you're spending 30 bucks on Mm. breakfast, which is probably worth it one time. But then you could go to like a Denny's and spend 10 bucks for food. It's like. Yeah. And obviously they're probably charging you for the, what is it, taro or whatever that's in Ube? Ube. Is it Ube? It's Ube. Okay. Isn't that what it is? It's like a root vegetable though, isn't it? So is taro. Yeah. Okay. So I was making the correct comparison. I was just using the wrong words. Yeah. But it's a purple root vegetable, basically. Correct. Yes. In which case, I I don't know. Weirdly, it also very much looks like the purple potatoes from uh, Okinawa. Okay. Um, With the Japanese purple potatoes. They look very similar. But ube is not Japanese. It's Filipino. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I would it's assume also it's illegal just... to grow in the United States. There you go. Because it is a predatory, ve- uh, it's a predatory vegetable. It's an invasive species. Invasive. That's the word. Okay. Yeah, not predatory. It like eats you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's an invasive species. So, so then you... that makes sense why it's so much. You're right. Yeah, because they have to import it. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Uh, I'll give that one a break. It's it's more of those like you probably should fly to to the Philippines in order to have an actual ube pancake. Yes, because everything here would be imported. F- Frozen from there, bottom. yeah, but it's still delicious. I'm sure. Also, weirdly healthy for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, but we don't want Ube to go everywhere. Yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, all about uh, Canadian Thanksgiving and a little bit of UK. Um, it always helps us out if you can um, share, like, subscribe, get our name out there. Uh, we are uh, a spread by mouth podcast. Sorry, that sounds weird after a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> spread by ear. Uh, Our pod- advertising comes by word of mouth. That's yes, what, what Michael you. was trying to yes. say. Spread by mouth. No. <laughs> uh, you can contact us at <laughs> wow. generallycasual at gmail.com. Um, if you have any questions, comments, likes, concerns. Maybe after saying spread by mouth, you wanted to talk about that. <laughs> Maybe awkwardly stand by somebody and say, hey, listen to the end of this podcast and how weird it sounds. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>